You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog Sim, with my buddy, Kev Huggin-Duggin. Hi-de-ho. Hi-de-ho. Kyle. <laughs> Feel an awful lot like flowers. <laughs> Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. What's up, guys? Ready for some football? I'm Dude, so ready. So ready. Holy crap. This is Watching this game, Thursday man. night. Watching this Thursday night game, too, makes me think maybe the Chargers have good defense. The defense maybe. might be good. Yeah, they, they scoring points. I'll yeah, that first half at least they put up three three touchdowns. Yikes! Yeah, so maybe we're great, guys. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe, maybe there's something there. Well, folks, we've got a heck of an episode lined up for you. Lots to talk about. We got a Craig experience lined up for you as well. So let's waste no time. Let's start at the top here. Let's talk about the goat. You know who I'm talking about. The big man, the Gatesy boy, Antonio Gates is going to be inducted into the Chargers Hall of Fame this Sunday. And I wish we could be there. <laughs> I know. It's the, yeah. We cir- circled this on our calendar. We're like, oh, God, we got to be there. This would and be then, the game to go to. Yeah. And then work and life and crap happened. But yeah. you know what? It's, I'm so excited to see him. Uh, get inducted in the Hall of Fame. There's a quote here from Philip Rivers saying, he no doubt is one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. <coughs> Couldn't agree with you more, Phil. Question, do you think there's going to be a Phil sighting in SoFi this Sunday? If there is, I'm going to be even more disappointed. Because <laughs> he hasn't done anything. I think if he's going to come and hang out and be a part of the team in some way, this is the time to do it. Support your boy. If there, Yeah, if there was anybody he was going to support... It'd be Gates. So get your binoculars, get your cameras out. Yeah, don't forget those. Take some good picks because we can't be there. Uh, But it should be should be a fun game. They're coming out in the Royal Blues. Are we? We're three and zero in the Royal Blues. Come on, the Royals need to be our only alternate from now on. (laughs) White, he's got to go. Yeah, get the Navy's out of there. Yeah. This uh, I'm I'm excited to see this go down. Uh, Let's see. Fernando Ramirez tweeted out: Chargers punter J.K. Scott. Earns AFC Special Teams Player of the Week for the second time in his career. Punted the ball eight times in the win against the Patriots, with seven of them being inside the 20-yard line. What an absolute stud. Hang time, Scott. Yeah. Congratulations, Mr. Scott. I mean, it's it's like you don't want the special teams to be the players of the week. That means they're on the field a whole lot, especially your punter. Yeah. Um, But if he had to be out there, I'm glad he performed. Yeah. And and it's refreshing. as a Charger to, fan, to have a special team stud yeah, getting awards yeah. shout, and shit. Shout out to Josh Harris, our long snapper. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. In the rain, He's like, the unsung you didn't hero. notice a single thing, one snap off. They were all perfect. Yeah. So, and Matt Money was know. talking about how they were basically practicing all, like uh, Harris was demanding that they were practicing with wet balls all week long. That's all yeah, they leading that's up all they, to the game. Leading up to the game. That's yeah, all they played. really. So they were ready to go and it, it definitely showed up. Huh. Definitely showed. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Matt Money Smith. I listen to your podcast. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? The believe one? Both believe. But I heard this one on the uh, Chris Haley. 
Chris Harrison, and Money Smith, bruh. <laughs> oh, the official Chargers. Oh, yeah. The Chargers official Weekly, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's it's cool. Be official. Well, congratulations, Mr. Scott. Uh, very well deserved after that performance. Um, let's see. There's Joe Lombardi versus Kellen Moore OC matchup uh, is the title of this snippet. When Coach Staley was asked if he sees any similarities in what Denver is running and what you guys ran the last couple of years, he replied, yes, definitely. Duh. But if you think, if you, but if you think about it, like that, that is an advantage to this to this game for us. Like they went up against this offense for two straight years with him as the coordinator. So mm-hmm. if anything, Staley should have this team super prepared for this game defensively because they know what it is. They they de- they dealt with it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the Lombardi versus Kellen kind of old OC new OC matchup, but it's also the Sean Payton versus Brandon Staley like. I don't know if you guys remember last year, Sean Payton was basically saying, I want the Chargers job. Mm-hmm. Just fire him and I'm here waiting. Just in case you want to, I will take the job kind yeah. of vibe, which is, that's just like, that's not cool, dude. Like right. back off. The, it's the guy's, he has the job. Why are you saying you want his job? Like trying to muscle your way into getting a guy fired. So you you got to believe that, that Coach Daly did not, that didn't go over well with him. So you think that's going to be like extra fuel to oh, I, perform better? It would be for me. If I was yeah. the head coach juice. and we had a catastrophic loss and there was a, another coach that's like a, a solid coach that's won a Super Bowl, somebody you probably look up to, and he's like, oh, I'll take his job. I would be pissed off if somebody came and did that. So hmm. I think for sure there's going to be a little bit of extra. It's the Broncos, so it's a divisional game. Both of us, basically, I saw this uh, this the calculator somebody posted, I don't remember who it was on Twitter that basically whoever loses this game has like a 1% chance of making the playoffs. It's so a huge for game. Both, for both teams, this is it. Like you have to win or your season's over. Mm. Um, so it's, this is, there's going to be, they're playing some fired up football this Sunday, I think. Well, that's what's going to be so crazy is we got to play them again after this Sunday. A like couple two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be wild that uh, they're so close together like that. But. How different are those games going to be, though? That's this what I one mean. being in SoFi in December, that one being in Denver at the end of December, like it's going to be freezing cold. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be it's the 31st, be too. Games. The last day of 2023. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be wild, folks. Uh, let's see. Look over at Daniel Popper tweeting out Brandon Staley on giving Joshua Kelly more carries, saying competition for carries is going to be something that you can see happening. We're going to keep exploring, making adjustments so that we can find that rhythm I've been talking about. That's certainly <laughs> one way to do it. <laughs> I found this interesting with this quote. It was very much like, you know, he usually is like, Austin's our, our guy. We're going to. Yeah. You know, this is the first time where it's kind of been like, hmm, hey, hmm, maybe, you know, yeah. we'll get, some, we'll get time, some extra guys in there. Last time he said something like that, the whole DB room blew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> guys are getting traded. Mm-hmm. Starters are getting benched. He's like uh, walking down it. the hall, just lobbing grenades and position group yeah. rooms like, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you think <laughs> the starter is? She's like the depth chart is like this right now. <laughs> Those guys. That's yeah. Going with this week. Pen a tail on a roster. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, up until week 13, that was the, that was the tale is that Austin's the guy. And now I don't know what the, what the change is. I mean, is it just performance? Is that it? Like, was it like, 
I I want to be friends with Austin Eckler. I want to make him feel like he's wanted here. No, he's, so he earned it. He earned his absolutely earned his position as the starting running guy. back. And you go until it's not, you know, you got to look when you can see that you're running 14 times or whatever it was, mm-hmm. or 18 times getting 14 yards, like whatever. I can't remember what it was exactly. Definitely not that. It was but an average of like 1.3. It, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you have to make a change. Like anybody can see that. I'm sure Austin was worried about that. And, you know, they, they start up, you know, more clips have been posted about him, not just making, you know, getting tacked by in the line, but making the wrong read and going to the wrong side. I don't know if you guys some, saw some of those videos that happened this week, but there's, there's, there's a little bit more going on, I think, with him. And it's, it's very odd. Hmm. So... Well, it's good that at least, I guess, better late than never, I guess, is the idea that, like, listen, if we have a shot at this, we need to make a change. So yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see what that ends up turning out to be, if that's means Joshua Kelly starts or if that means that Isaiah Spiller gets Dude, activated. Get Isaiah or, Spiller on that roster. Or what if Elijah Dotson gets activated? He's been, he's on the practice squad. Practice squad. <laughs> but what if we elevate him before yeah, the game? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that ends up turning out to be, but uh, something to keep an eye on for sure. And then Tom Pelissaro tweeted out, the Chargers are opening wide receiver Joshua Palmer's 21-day practice window per sources. Some help on the way. I forgot about you, Josh. Welcome back. Welcome welcome back. Yes. He he practiced today, um, but he had like a knee brace on. So it'll be interesting to see what happens Mm -hmm. when he's actually available to get out on the field. Such a bizarre injury because you remember he got hurt and he played the rest of the game on it because mm-hmm. he's that guy. He's the dude. Adrenaline. So in my that's in him. my head. In my head, I'm like, it, I, I know he's probably hurt. Obviously, he went on the IR, yeah. but it seems like a cautionary IR where he should be back right away. In my head, that's what I'm thinking because mm. he played the rest of the game on it. It wasn't something catastrophic. So I, I don't know. I just feel like. In my head, that's the optimistic side of me. Like, he's going to play. He'll Mm. play this week, and I'm pumped. Very excited if he ends up going out there for sure. Um, Here's some other quotes here. Staley and Herbert and Palmer on his return to practice. Staley said, good to get him out there. No timeline, but it's a good sign for him to be out there and practice a little bit today. Uh, Justin Herbert added about Palmer saying, Josh is a special player. We know that he's fighting. He's doing everything that he can uh, due to be out on the field. He's a tough guy. Injuries are part of the NFL. It's tough dealing with adversity like that, but he's doing everything that he can in the training room, in the film room. Whenever he's called, I know he'll be ready. And then Palmer, uh, all I know now is that uh, it's healing correctly, and they opened that window today, so I'll be back soon. I always feel conditioned. Uh, even if I don't run for months, I always feel like I'm always conditioned more than my opponent. I Badass. <laughs> Dude, this guy is awesome. Like playing through like a bad injury and I'm just always going to be in better condition yeah. than you. Yeah, no matter what. No I can matter sit on what. my butt for four weeks and I'm still I'm better still going to be yeah. in better shape. Uh, I've got 21 days to return. So within 21 days, I'll be back on the field. 21 days is all I know. I give myself 21 days. So I try not to look too much in the future. Just one day at a time. Ah, it doesn't sound as it doesn't sound like now. he's playing. He's not going to play yeah, this week. I just don't feel it. Sound as good. So, Erickson, come on, buddy, let's go. Let's Dude, get some catches. A, they they talked to Herbert about Erickson, and he was just like, I I know that he's going to be out there. I trust that he's going to be in the position. Like the word trust doesn't just flow freely from 
Justin Herbert's mouth. Yeah, so, um, so it's just interesting that he used that word trust that he's he's going to be, he's going to find a way to get open. So, um, And then Derek Ansley on the uh, defensive back room practice speed uh, said with the players GPS, we track the players and compare them to see if we can prevent the Jesus. soft tissue injuries. Well, they're using GPS. So uh, we use that data and yesterday was our fastest as a DB group really in about six weeks. So we are getting better on the practice field. We are getting stronger. We are flying to the ball. So those habits usually trend in your favor down the stretch. You kind of forget about the GPS because this was not a part of football when I played whatsoever. Really? This is kind of, yeah, this is not. (laughs) Like the fact that they're being monitored every step they take essentially. So it's cool that they're also, you know, checking to see if they're, you know, how they can make, you know, make injuries not happen and like. Shut the fuck up. I'm making a fucking thing. I'm trying to say something here. You guys are giggling over me, you assholes. watching you. (laughs) All right. Cool. No, finish your finish your. No, I've, I've lost it. No, you, we're no, done no. Now. no, 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 no. I'm done. <laughs> no, no, moving no, on. We're done. You can go now. No, I forgot. Moving on. Forgot. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was going to a back in my day point, and now he's mad at us. Yeah, I am. Moving on. Injury report. I'm feeling injured right now. <laughs> How many effing times have you done little side comments over our points? Well, but going, the thing is, oh, usually it's one. Not both track? you guys singing and sorry, flirting while I'm trying it. to make a comment. You said the the lyric, and Every it just like you make it you made. It. Yeah, <laughs> you. What kind of a podcast it. do you think we're running here? <laughs> one where we say things and finish sentences. No, one where if you make if you quote a song, it it's breaks out. out. It's a musical <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just okay. I'll, mind I'll drop lyrics. one later. I'll, I'll, I'll drop one later for you, so you can bust out a song. Over no, I wouldn't boy. do that to you. Well, it's a real macarena yeah, of an injury report we've got going right now. Um, let's see. We've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Yuck. eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Count them, twelve guys. That's a lot on the injury report right now. Uh, Thirteen, if you count Kevin. Um, we've got Zach Bailey. Still on the injury report with that back injury. Has not been practicing. Not looking good. Still don't know how a backup guy got a back injury in the game. He was squatting and he didn't have the the belt on, I guess. Um, Outside linebacker Justin Hollins dealing with a chest injury. Limited practice Wednesday, but full on Thursday. Sounds good. Uh, Deanne Leonard. This is the big one. This is the one that will be interesting this week and what happens. Dealing with an ankle slash heel injury. Has not been practicing Wednesday or Thursday. I think we, I hope we get a pissed off Michael Davis. That's just great. Just a vicious one. Just, just angry. Ferocious. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sebastian Joseph Day, ankle injury. Got two full practices. Kenneth Murray, shoulder injury. Two full practices. Ogbong Bamiga, hamstring injury. Did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, which is really unfortunate because I think he's been pretty active on that special right? team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tito Abonia, dealing with the knee injury. Limited practice this Wednesday guy. and Thursday. This guy. I told you last week, you're not allowed on there anymore, Tito. <laughs> Stop it. Getting me mad. I almost like it. Uh, wide receiver Josh Palmer, as we mentioned, getting two limited practices in. Uh, Trey Pipkins with the wrist injury, two limited practices. Uh, Jasir Taylor, uh, dealing with an illness, got two full practices in. Why did they put him on the report? He had full practices. I think, just, don't oh, you have God. to like stay on the report if 
you were you on to, it the previous week or something like that. You can get in trouble with this shit, I think. If yeah. you don't like just just Honestly, the formality. The policy I don't know. Joe point. Burrow had a wrist guard on exactly. and they didn't have him on the injury report and they well, didn't get in trouble. So they, I think you they can might just hear his cough. There might be some investigation report. going on. This I heard season. there's some like drama with that with like that's bet, what I mean. People bet because you can bet on all this shit now and it's right. like allowed. So that you can't do that shit. Yeah. Um, Nick Vanette uh, was in concussion protocol, got a limited Wednesday, but a full on Thursday. So I don't know if that means he's out of it or not. Um, and then Nick Williams dealing with a foot injury. I, that must have come up Thursday because he got a full practice Wednesday and then did not practice Thursday. And we need hurt we need him because he yeah. played really well the last game. Did really well in the middle of that line. Yeah. It's a busy injury report, boys. And I, Very I peaked busy. at the Broncos and they're, they had all full practices. Anyone on their report was a full participant. Wow. One well, keep in mind too, if they everything goes well, we get the dub, we're happy. We play Thursday night against the Raiders. Yeah, so health is important right now. So hopefully this is a lot of smoke screens and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That would be the hope. And then uh Daniel Popper also pointing out that Brandon Staley said he doesn't think Corey Lindsay will play again this season. So yeah, really a, unfortunate. Um what is going on with that? Huge a bummer. Huge piece of that offensive line and uh just sad that it, it went out in such a way that it wasn't like scary it's a hard yeah. thing like that's yeah. not like a injury prone guy it's like a dude are you okay it's a yeah. vital organ yeah you take care of yourself very vital um all right well we're going up against our opponent the broncos who uh let's see they <laughs> majestically lost to the raiders in week one uh, yeah, they started out like hot trash. Lost to the command. They were one in five, and then they. Got oh yeah, the, they got that fifty beat from the Dolphins. Seventy. 70. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. That was that's, catastrophic loss. Yeah, turn that's it around. Why, against it's kind of funny because if you look at their rankings, that game skews absolutely everything. Yeah. Don't look at their like their defensive rankings against the run. They gave up like 400 yards in yeah. that one game. Yeah. You just got to remove that to kind of see what they actually are. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Beat the Bears. Lost to the Jets. Uh, lost to the Chiefs. Beat the Packers. The Jets put 31 on them. Yeah. Holy balls. Yeah. Uh, beat the Packers. Uh, then they beat the Chiefs. Yeah. They've been on a run, dude. And then beat the Bills. Beat the Vikings. Beat the Browns. And then lost most recently to the Texans. So yeah. we got to get to Russ. It's the, you can force turnovers if you yeah. can just get to him. Yeah. 100%. We have to, we have to have that pass rush from Cleo Mack and our DBs just have to hold up enough to be able to get to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the main thing is you got to, I don't know, I, Russell Wilson, he's still stuck in my head as the lead quarterback. Um, but I think you have to make him beat you. Like, take away their ability to run the football and force Russ to be like vintage Russ and beat you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, cause I just don't know if he can, I, I don't know if, if they can't run the ball and you put them in tough situations on third down, I think you can dial up enough pressure to get to him. His, their O-line is suspect at best. They have their own Trey Pipkins on their team. Um, and you can take advantage of that, that one right tack, that one tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I think if we could stop the run, if we get in favorable third down situations, I think Cleo Mack's going to tee off. Hell yeah. Come Let's on. Get some. Let's stack those sacks, baby. Please. Well, you can stack your sack on over to our Patreon. <laughs> oh, Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Check out all the fun videos. 
And I think we've got a coach's corner coming in hot over there. If you've missed coach's corner on the year, you can go on over to Patreon and find a few uh, coaches corners. And uh, if you don't want to go to patreon.com, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there, t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions and ask bold fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, time to go on to the next segment. This guy, you know him. You love him. It's a great experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh, great. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Wowza. Uh, Is it just me or does Bill Belichick look especially miserable? I mean, that's saying a lot. That gentleman doesn't look like he enjoys anything in life. So more power to him. Anyway. What's going on, people? CC gang, the biggest of salutes, and to the rest of the boat fam, what is goody? You got Craig in Texas, and welcome to a victory edition of the Craig experience. We have had a full week to digest this victory over the hated New England Patriots, uh, the Chargers first against said team since 2008. 2008. That's freaking ridiculous. But anyway, of course, we know this wasn't the same Patriots of old. The Chargers were going up against probably the worst team in the NFL. Walked out with a 6-0 victory, so not a ton to discuss. And again, like I said before, it's already been a week. You've heard that game broken down a million and one time. The guys have already spoken about it, so uh, we don't want to dilly-dally. Moving on to the next subject, next opponent, which is the Denver Broncos. Now, coming off of a very good defensive performance, albeit against a rather destitute uh, Pats offense, challenge is a bit different this week. Russell Wilson has actually played fairly well, well, at least up until last week. Different story. Ran Texans, it was a little bit of a buzz off form, and they took the L. Not sad about it, but you've seen a more consistent Russell Wilson who's been threatening down the field, and that has everything to do with Sean Payton opening that part of his game back up. Whereas prior to, you know, Russell's kind of doing the dink and dunk thing, which uh, is funny because Joe Lombardi's the OC there, but probably only entitled. We know who's running that show offensively. So as I was saying, you do have to respect Russ. I mean, he's what? A little over 2,300 yards passing, uh, 21 TDs to seven interceptions. So respectable numbers. I mean, again, not exactly MVP-ish type production, but still somebody that you have to game plan for. And he's still, I would call the engine of the offense. Even though 
the Broncos uh, are in the bottom three in passing yards in the NFL, they're like 13th or so in a rushing game. So it sort of plays into the Chargers hands because the run defense has been the strength of the Chargers defense this year. Which is still really strange to say. So you have to hope that they can keep up the pace in the secondary with defending the pass and getting after the quarterback where NFL sack leader Khalil Mack comes into play and also Tui Tua Pelotu. Uh, getting after Russ is going to be huge. Russ has a tendency to hold on to the ball and when he gets flustered, he'll throw some up to you. So Chargers definitely have to be on their P's and Q's this week when defending that Broncos offense because, I mean, they're good for a big play here and there. Um, they've got some wide receivers that can put in work. Just have to be disciplined and not give up the explosives, which the Chargers defense, since they've made some of those changes in the secondary, have been able to do now here consistently for a few weeks. Happy about that. That Broncos defense, on the other hand, second worst in the league against the rush. We're talking about a team that's yielded nearly 1,800 yards on the ground this year at a 5.2 yards per carry clip. I know what you're thinking. If there were ever a week to get the train back on the tracks in the running game, this would be it. So let's just keep our fingers crossed. Austin Eckler, Josh Kelly. So we got this week, man, because at this point, I'm just going to assume that Isaiah Spiller doesn't even exist anymore until I see him on the field. He's a figment of all of our imaginations. Y'all know I'm rooting for the guy, but just doesn't seem to be panning out. Not quite sure what's happening there. Sounds like some practice issues, but I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel right. I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? Running game's not going well. You've got an option there that, I mean, you spend a fourth round draft pick on. Be nice to see what he has in a game. If you're telling me after two years, kids still not able to put it together, well, then I have some other questions to ask, but we'll save that for another time. Denver is also bottom 10 against the pass where yards are concerned. So they're not exactly like cellar dwelling with the Chargers, but they ain't far off. Not sure if Joshua Palmer is going to go this week. It'd be nice have that additional weapon as his uh, 21 day window has been open so you have to consider the fact that the charges are going to be on a short week because after the broncos game come the raiders on thursday night if you ask me the odds of palmer playing this sunday i'd say very slim short week thursday night game Mm, wouldn't be shocked if he's not available for that one either. Dude had a humongous brace on his knee the other day in practice. We'll see how the rest of the week goes. But against this defense, it would be great if they had at least a secondary weapon in the passing game. So hopefully someone can step up. Maybe they can get Gerald Everett a little bit more involved. I mean, hell, QJ had a pretty good game up until that last target where he dropped the ball. And I really hate it for the dude feels like his confidence is shaking a bit you saw the look on his face there on the sideline dude was in the rain somebody even put up the meme of like vegeta from dragon ball z it's like the same pose that was actually kind of funny by the way but nah for real though the talented kid just got some issues he has to work through but the most important thing that he has to figure out is the one thing that a wide receiver has to be able to do is catch the ball and for five receptions he was able to do that 
think he has seven targets. But man, that last one, wide open, gotta have that. But I'm gonna continue to back the kid because he is one of ours. And uh, just hope with the development comes some improvement. And um, I think he'll he'll get better. Uh, the drops thing, you don't typically get over that in just one season. But I think he'll focus in on it, you know, coming into next season. Hopefully, I mean, hell, I don't know what he's doing after these games and in his free time. Dude might be banging it out on the jugs machine. Pause. Um, but when we're talking about this offseason, I'm sure it'll probably be a focal point to his game. And he'll try to get that under control because we see what he can do after he gets the ball in his hands. The primary reason why the Chargers drafted him is a run after catch guy. But in order to get to the run part, got it catch the ball first so with that being said folks i think the chargers stand a pretty decent chance in this game um if they want to continue that hope towards a playoff run this is a guy to have it hell really every game for the rest of the season is can't really depend on teams kind of faltering and you having an opportunity to just slide in there you have to control the controllables and that means week by week going into these matchups with a sound game plan and executing in every phase of the game we don't really have to worry about special teams ryan ficken has that on lock and we got to commend the guy for that we're talking about someone who's come in and uh just completely done a 180 in the charge of special teams room you know how big of a deal that used to be as a Bulls fan Special teams was always a crapshoot. Not anymore. Arguably, I guess, uh, the best in the league right now. Statistically, I think they are. And they got it in every phase of the kicking game. Punting, field goals. Cameron Dicker, you could say, is one of the top in the league at what he does. And Darius Davis, probably the top return man in the NFL right now. So they've got that figured out. Just bring the offense and defense to the table this week. You can walk out of there at home with a dub and just keep pushing forward to see what kind of run you can get on. But that's where I am, folks. That is enough for me. I appreciate you for joining me. Y'all know who it is, Mr. Bull Gang or Do Not Bang, a.k.a. T.O.P. underscore F.L.Y.T. three over on Twitter. And that's right. You can catch me as a co-host of the Lightning Round podcast. Come check us out over there. And until next time, see you guys next week. Hopefully after another dub, make it two in a row. And uh, we can keep cheering this team forward into potentially another victory because then it's Raider week. You know we got to handle business then. We will not accept the loss against uh, those inmates. <clears throat> Sorry. But catch y'all later. Take it easy. Okay. Love you. Bye. Well, there you go, folks. Another awesome Craig experience. Craig, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, man. man, it's a uh, it's a must win game, and just like just like you said, Kyle, we got to keep Russell on his on his back foot, man. Like keep him running scared. And I would love for Tuli to have a game. <laughs> this is I mean, that would just be us. inspiring for the future, if nothing else. Yeah, I just think that like some numbers, like a couple sacks in a big game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be good to put him on the map for that defensive rookie of the year because yeah. I think he's playing like it. It's just like we see it every single week. It's just being on the Chargers. It's hard to get that recognition all the time unless sure. you're putting up crazy numbers. So um, I think that would be great. And he's, yeah, he's awesome. I had a weird thought the other day, and this doesn't pertain to Craig's um, segment, <laughs> but like 
the whole Quentin Johnston first round pick, not mm-hmm. really, he hasn't panned out quite yet. Mm-hmm. What if we had drafted Thule in the first, Quentin in the second? Would there be more grace for be the second round hate? pick yeah. dropping? Yeah. Because I mean, theoretically, just flip it. Thule's playing like a first round pick. 100%. And Quentin's not, you know? So it's like when you look at it from the totality, or, but I don't know, then you're just going to say Tom got lucky and blah, 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 and this and that. <laughs> well, it's just, I like that mind flip it. Yeah. Just he's a second I, round, he's a I first round. It in my head. Yeah. Done. You could also just bump, you could bump him down a couple more rounds because right. everyone drafted after Q is playing great. So yeah, bump him down a couple more. Yeah, and even Darius Davis <laughs> is going out of his freaking mind. Like the best yeah, so punt returner in the those league. Those two, and yeah. you're in good shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like what Craig had to say about about Q. Just as like, look, I get it. Yeah. He's not panning out. He's not really what we want. But as long as that guy's wearing a Bolt jersey, man, you gotta support him. You gotta love this guy. And I'm rooting for him every ding dang week so i hope you all are too Um, and you got four years with him he's on a contract he's not going anywhere so let's just hope he gets good because that would be awesome exactly yeah yeah i'm rooting for this turnaround story please i want it i need i need give me give me give me um craig thank you thank you again buddy for another awesome experience and uh that's basically gonna do it for us here at charger chat folks but before we go we've got some bolts Predictions to make. So, what are the bold predictions for this upcoming game? Well, my prediction worked last week, so I got to keep it going. I'm going right. three, two Broncos. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for those that don't know, just to reiterate, <laughs> Kyle's picking the Broncos because it wasn't working for him picking the. It was Chargers. a reverse jinx. It's a reverse I, jinx. Yeah. He doesn't okay. actually want them to win. I'm trying to. I don't think they're going to win. And I don't want them to win. This is my way of helping the Chargers win. His superstition. Yeah, so the Broncos winning 3-2. Um, and somehow... And this doesn't add up, but Isaiah Spiller's going to score a touchdown. Doesn't add up. The math. These are two separate bets. They're not a parlay. Oh. Separate bets. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. What do you think, Kev? I think we're going to go 27-21. to 21. Okay. Um, And I think... Mr. Davis runs one back because I know that the Broncos have a great special teams. They're like neck and neck with us right now, mm-hmm. but I think we have a better returner and I think he's going to score a touchdown. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Chargers win 17 uh, 10. And I think uh, Mac is going to get at least three sacks. Whoa. I love it. I think he's hungry. I think he knows he's king of the castle right now and he needs to separate himself from the rest of the group in three sacks. The peasants. In one game. Yes. The peasants, if you will. That will be that'll be the the tone. So all right. There you go, folks. Bolt predictions in the books. Uh that's gonna do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts? Last win. last remarks. It's, it's a huge dude. This is like our first playoff Playoffs. game. It's the right. playoffs start this Sunday. Let's yeah. start winning all of our playoff games. They started last week and we already won the first one. So we're yeah. moving there you on go. the second round. Yeah. yeah. Make it a streak. It's like Texas. It's like Texas high school state, like their their playoffs. You have to win like 15 games. Yeah. This is like what we're doing. We're yeah, just well, in the Texas high school state championship. Let's <laughs> let's hope there's nine rounds of playoffs for us and everything goes perfectly to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and think of the experience that our guys are oh, get. So and, many playoffs, so much playoff experience. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, Chargers don't have playoff experience. Are you kidding me? I beg to differ. You sure about that? The whole season is a playoff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, folks, for hanging out with us. Uh, Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place.
Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.